We're back today, the chapter podcast. We're talking today on the cross. Right. The cross is really something um, symbolic in the Christian faith. Right. And we all know its resemblance is sacred. Um, why? Because Jesus died on it and its whole meaning turned from it being recognized as shame, sin and unrighteousness to something you can all be proud to say brought salvation. To be honest, the cross is something everyone knows. Ask anyone, they'll tell you bluntly, it's Jesus taking the sin on our cr- on the cross. Now, okay, fair and fine. That mentality is right. But as a believer, the cross has to have a deeper meaning to you. Like, personally, it has to reflect something in you. Like, what's your cross? Today we want to give you a certain depth as to what the cross means its power and what it portrays and what it exactly and actually still means to to a christian personally right yeah, yeah maps oh you're the organizer you're like the the, the rebar behind this topic tell me um what your view <laughs> on the cross yeah bro um to be honest i'm not gonna lie i didn't know what the cross means like last week i didn't know i really didn't know what the cross really meant i just meant you know i know obviously like you said everyone knows what jesus died for my sins on the cross but what does the cross stand for and as i was praying you know god just told me to talk about it talk about it i had a, I had a topic already that i drafted already but i had to leave that and i had to focus on the cross and i started working i started watching sermons and i started reading the word on the cross and i found it's just amazing bro and we're going to talk about it today and i'm hyped super hyped and yeah so i'm going to start off with the with the verse first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 and it says the message of the cross is foolish to those who, who are headed for destruction but we who are being saved know it is very powerful it is the very power of god not how it says being saved you know uh, meaning we don't we don't have to be perfect or we don't become perfect when we give our life to Jesus. We are being we are being saved, which means it's a process. We're yep. not perfect, right? We haven't we haven't arrived yet, but we should be thankful that we are better off today than we were last year, last month, yesterday, and so on. We might not be everything that God wants us, you know, we might not be everything that God wants us to be, but we should be thankful that we're not we're not everything. Oh, back, back, so, so yeah, back to the cross. That was just a teaser. Eh? <laughs> back to the cross. Um, like some people don't re- recognize um the message of the cross. I even I didn't really understand and know what the cross meant. Yeah, yeah. Even... Or what the cross Like, I knew Jesus died on the cross, but I had no idea what that represented. So. And as I was reading this and just studying on this topic, you know, I just found out that the, the cross represents the self-sacrifice Jesus made on the cross, the death, both the physical and the material, being rejected. It represents being crucified even though Jesus wasn't guilty. It represents being punished for something he didn't do. Being punished even though he did nothing wrong. It represents the shame and the, and the, and the embarrassment he went through right yeah like our sin was satisfied by the blood of jesus on the cross the cross 
basically symbolizes that the devil was defeated. Mm. That's what the cross represents. And um, should I carry on or do you, do you have something to say? Because I'm about to get into the juicy part. <laughs> um, like the juicy, juicy part. I, I scream, I scream, I'm ready. I'm ready for the, for the, for the actual, for the, for the actual substance you're about to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, just hit me with it, man. Because, yeah. fair and fine, I know that um, you've talked. There's one thing I've noted is that it's death of both the physical and the spiritual and yeah man I'm, I'm just processing that but just just keep going so Luke chapter 9 verse 23 another verse today I can't I can prepare with my verses um, Luke chapter 9 verse 23 says then he said to the crowd referring to Jesus if anyone wants to be my follower you must turn away from your selfish ways take up your cross daily and follow me and and for me that, that that just represented that we have to drop whatever we have and turn away from our sin and pick up the cross right when we give our life to jesus it's not just like a two month or two year contract you know it's it's an everyday deal amen, amen. we have to make that choice we have to drop everything that we have and pick up the cross the thing is some people give their lives to god right and they think you know oh, a week two weeks and then they stop carrying the cross so every day we we should every day we leave we should pick up the cross like i'm sure that most people would, would be asking what does the what does getting up and picking up the cross mean? exactly and we're then getting into that just about, yeah we're getting into it right now we're getting we're getting into it oh, yeah. so another verse again luke chapter 7 says and if you do not carry the cross and follow me you cannot you cannot be my disciple so again now listen to this this is where carrying the cross comes in we go back to the start where we said carrying where, where we say the cross represents self-sacrifice the sacrifice that jesus made on the cross giving his life for us for our sins that, right that's the first one submission jesus submitted his life he submitted he submitted himself right to the cause of dying on the cross so that we can be saved the rejection people rejected jesus the shame that he went through the embarrassment that he went through right now listen to this this is very powerful whoever is not willing to pick up the cross right whoever is not willing to pick up the self-sacrifice whoever doesn't want to to, to accept being rejected because of your belief whoever is not willing to be embarrassed and and ashamed because you stand for jesus whoever is not willing to, to pick up the cross every day Jesus says in the Bible, as I, as, I, as I quoted, you cannot be my disciple. That's powerful. Do you, do you now understand where carrying the cross means? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting with you. That means we are so By carrying the cross, we are basically living like Jesus. Yeah. But like, Job, and then just, yeah. You know, like, as a as a teenager you know like um what's what sacrifice do we have to make right in this modern world that can relate to us carrying our cross i i think i'm i'm still learning on that but there, there are obviously sacrifices that we have to we have to we have to make when 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 we make the decision of carrying the cross you know um 
What sacrifice? Obviously, I, I, I obviously made the sacrifice of dropping. You know, like I had to stop doing certain things that, that you know, the culture, the society made me believe that it's okay, like watching pornography, you know, and and masturbating and stuff, and you know, just just sexting, natting mm-hmm. broads, um, just certain things that are not right, well, like things they- that are not holy, like the world. things are not that are not holy exactly the worldly things we have to sacrifice those things that means that now we have to drop those things and carry the cross you understand yeah i'm getting you G. yeah and and deeper on, on on the fact of carrying the cross right it's it's not just in luke where jesus talks about carrying the cross he talks about it in mark right with mark was saying in mark chapter 8 verse 34 to 38 jesus um he says if any of you wants to be my follower you must give up your own way, take up the cross and follow me. Again, he says it again. Right? Mm. He, he, he says it again. Leave everything that you have and take up the cross. Pick up the cross. If you're trying to... Verse 35. If you're trying to hang on to your life, you lose it. But if you give up your life to my sake and to the sake of the good news, you save it. Amen. And what do you benefit? And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your, your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Verse 38. If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man, referring to Jesus, will be ashamed of that person when he returns in glory of his Father. So, nothing that we have on this world matters. The money that we have the clothes that we wear, the influence we have, the amount of followers we have, the amount of people you talk to, none of that matters unless you carry the cross. Because if you don't pick up the cross and and we're ashamed of, of, of God's message, he will be ashamed of us. He'll be also ashamed of us when the day comes. So that's why Jesus is making, is, 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 make, is, is, is always repeating, is, 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 is repeating, pick up your cross, pick up your cross, Leave everything that you have because at the end of the day, because if you don't pick up the cross when the day comes, you're going to lose it and you're also going to lose your your soul. So tr- pick up the cross and be saved. Amen. Like he said, I'm going to say it again in, in verse 35. If you try and hang on to your life, you lose it. But if you give your life for my sake and, and for the sake of the good news, you, you'll be saved. That basically means that, guys, we have to drop everything that we have and focus on Jesus and carry the cross. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing that that, that, that matters. Because the thing is, people, we want to make excuses, right? We, we want to make excuses. I'm not ready, you know, to give my life to God. I still want to have fun. Uh, I want to live fun, you know, and then I'll give, I'll give my life to God later. But we're not guaranteed for tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe it's coming tomorrow and you're giving excuses. So... Today is the day that we have to make that sacrifice and pick up the cross and and and, and let go of, of our life and, and pick up the cross. Amen. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the thing is, we have a culture where people, you know, people want to accept Jesus to get the blessings, but they don't want to, to carry the cross and pay the, the price that, that's associated with it. Volume up. Like, they don't want to be... 
they don't want to be obedient. They don't want to tell fr- they, they don't want to tell their friends no when they ask them to do certain things which are not right. They don't want to live a holy and righteous life. Like the thing that I noticed, right? We have a lot of believers, but we don't have a lot of disciples. Volume, volume, oh, volume, volume. Like there's a difference. There's a big difference between being a believer and being a disciple. Skunks, you get. Like a believer believes, but do you get what I said? A believer believes, but guess what? The devil believes also. The devil knows that our God is powerful. He knows that our God can move mountains. He knows that our God is is awesome and our God loves us. He knows that. So, yeah, we need people that that are only going to believe, but we need people that are going to do. I get you. Like we might be saying, "Live in Jesus," but are we living like Jesus? Like a disciple is someone that. That does what the Bible says. A disciple is someone that lets the, the word dictate them their life. Not the culture, not not other people's opinions, but the Bible should dictate their life. Yeah, bro. That that's that's like that's like you know, like it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy how God has been making making us see things differently. Because when I was working on this, God was just opening my eyes to these verses and. It's great. It's great, and it's just awesome, bro. And that's why, I think that's why God wants wants people to pick up the cross and let the things of the world go. They should instead of holding on on the worldly things, we should start focusing on God and, and carrying the cross. Yeah, Mabs. You know, that's that's a powerful that's a powerful statement. You know, like there's a difference between a believer and a disciple. But like, you know, consider consistency is what lacks in in most modern christians you know what i'm saying like i remember um the one time i caught myself only praying before and after rugby game like dude it was mad like i would question like so are you only here to pray because you're thanking god that you won the game like you know Mm. okay so let's take it away from the whole rugby game thing like I get the fact that most Christians just love blessings. We love them. Like blessings, who doesn't want blessings? Exactly. And it gets hard when now the blessings come with carrying a cross. And that Exactly, exactly. That's good. That that carrying the cross, you know, like I'm speaking from my heart, dude, it's hard to actually carry the cross because that daily battle between your spirit and whatever voice the devil is speaking, like whatever voice he has in your mind. That battles every day and it depends who wins it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're able to carry your cross, it means you're winning. And the only way we're winning is is by sharing the scriptures and knowing that if the Bible, if the Bible dictates my life, that's that's what's gonna be good for the rest of the days of my life. But it's kinda hard to believe, you know what I'm saying? Like as a as a teenager the distractions and the temptations are just so much and i know that the devil believes god is there too that's why he's working twice harder to get you onto his demonic side you know what i'm saying and yeah yeah, yeah it's hard it's hard yeah bro i know it's difficult in in, in the days that we live there's so many things that we can be caught on caught up into, you know what i'm saying and the shame that we live in that the devil can trip us you know like someone 
right now right someone might be suffering from the, from the shame that you know that 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 you know I, i've done so, something wrong and you know i feel so bad and i'm not good enough to be in the presence of god right and someone is is feeling so bad and they don't even pray anymore they've distanced themselves themselves from god because the devil is telling them that no you're not good enough but again back to what i said the cross represents that the devil was defeated so by picking up the cross guess what we're defeating the devil amen you know what i'm saying because we're not only fighting with our own ability now we're fighting with the blood of jesus amen that's that's yeah yeah when you've got god on your side who can be against you exactly exactly yeah yeah bro go on go on go on on your point yeah so like um so i remember i remember when we were, when we were talking about this uh like when you told me hey dude i just came from praying and uh i just think the topic we should talk on is the cross right and i was like oh, yeah. what happened to the other topic we were working on and you you just literally said the cross and i was like okay fine um let me let me let me think about it and i remember as soon as the thought clicked in my mind cuz informed you okay we have listened to this podcast informed you we watched um a sermon during christian union on a sunday night and um the organizer mr mr nick oldridge was um presenting this video by i don't know how to pronounce his name l o u i g i g l o whatever gilgil i don't know <clears throat> wait okay so um in his sermon he was talking about you can search up the sermon um for you in his sermon he was talking about um how god has fearfully and wonderfully made you right of the heavens and the god of the earth he is the one who fashioned you in his own image you know he yeah okay let's take it for a practical example you know like maps how many times has someone told you like did you going through the most like let's it's emotional trauma breakdown it's it's something deep like like you're literally in a state where depression's hitting the most right and then someone tells you hey dude god's got you you know like you know how many times has someone told you you yeah, don't worry god's god's got this figured out and you're there like okay you know i get what you're trying to say right like it's all good that yeah. god is he's for me right i believe that but how far true can i know that god is actually there for me when i'm actually easing the most right so this guy goes on in a sermon right smandum ah! starts tuning about um you know he was he was on a on a you know how those american pastors actually like go for conferences and stuff so um yeah. he was at one of those and yeah smoven pastors also go for conferences bro i didn't even know wait <laughs> <laughs> okay okay what yeah, carry on carry on okay So so um he then goes he then goes to to that conference and he meets a molecular biologist right um this this person they start conversing and they talking and um long story short the person the the molecular biologist was asking about what topic the pastor was going to present on the moment they went back to the origin churches like the when they go back like the next week after it right? ah gee 
So then um, the pastor talks and, and tells him, I, I want to talk on the cross and God's unfailing love for people. And um, now I just want to tell you. So I watched the sermon, right? Um, this is the best way I can summarize what I got from that sermon. I think that sermon was one of the most powerful things that actually spoke to me. I remember, I just remembered it when Mabs and I were were making this podcast. It was just it was just mad. So, um, uh, what? Wait, where should I start? Um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I was talking about how someone can tell you, dude, ah, oh, you're easing, like, God's there for you, and you're easing the most, right? Breakdowns, insecurities, it's, it's just so deep for you, and now, it's, this pastor found out that, um, the only way you can find out that God will still hold you, hold you together when you're going through the most, is when you look deeper into your body, and you look at a protein, a specific protein called laminin. Right, this protein is mad. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why. So, in the bo- in the body, there are about ten to sixty thousand proteins. Right, There's, that's a range. And to be honest, no one knows how many how many proteins are in the body. Right, and I'm still doing bio. <laughs> Cells organize into certain molecular structures, and that determines like what protein they're gonna make. I'm not I'm not gonna bore anyone. Yeah, right, and. Now, out of 10 to 60,000 proteins, right, one of them is a cell adhesion molecule and it's designed in a certain structure that tells the cell what its job is in the body. Okay, that's one protein. Cell adhesion is like the, the glue, you know what I'm saying? Like, you mechanics, you know, adhesion is like something that makes things stick together, right? That's, that protein in your body in every human is the rebar like it's the it's the steel thing you put you put in concrete when you lay the foundation like that stuff is holding your membranes your skin the lining of your whole body together it's basically the glue right now i've, I've said everything about laminin um <laughs> i don't know now we're gonna take a time to show you what laminin actually looks like Trust me, when you see what this protein looks like, you're going to be amazed. Like, I was shocked. I was like, oh, Mabs, I can, I can also say you were also shocked when you saw what laminin looked like. Yeah, but I was, I was, whenever, because I, I remember watching the sermon and I, I'd forgotten about it. And it's just, it's just great how God just brought it back to your mind. And, you know, when we're talking about the cross, it's just crazy. And now that I went back and I watched the sermon and I was, I was, I was blown away. Bro. It was crazy. It was yeah amazing bro. so um i'm sure by now you've seen what it looks like right that's the stuff holding you together believe it or not right and that's a, a discovery in the scientific world that actually shows you that god loves you right and he fashioned you in such a way that he is holding you together right of course i've told you all of this and now we have to balance it with the with the scriptures reference right a scripture reference right so we go let's let's take it way back to Colossians. Colossians. <laughs> wait um, <clears throat> Colossians 1 right? <laughs> <clears throat> um, 
where Paul's talking about the supremacy of Christ and the sufficiency of Christ. Right, let's take it to verse 16, right? And it reads, For in, all, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible, where thrones or powers or rulers, all things are created through him and for him. Okay. Through him, through Christ, and for him, him is Christ, basically. And the next verse is just what makes everything make sense, if that, if that makes sense. Like, it symbolizes what laminin is in your body. Verse 17. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Owns! All things hold together. Like, when that pastor talked, like, when I was watching this sermon, I was like... Wow, man, it's so amazing how science and God just linked. Like, I was just like, what? Maps, like, <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? Like, all things, including your body, are held together through Christ. That glue is what's holding God's masterpiece. That's you together. That's what's holding you. And you know what? This way you can believe that no weapon against you shall ever prosper because you know that you're made by Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was, that was powerful. And be it hated, and at right or hurt or doubt. Yeah. You can you can literally tell yourself that whatever's hurting you can't match, like who's for you, and that's God. And like, yeah, dude, if you can believe that your body is held together by small crucifixes that can surely make you. Dude, you can believe that you're a glowing beam of God's love and compassion. Exactly. Amen. Yeah, man. And that's all for me. And if you want to just go check out the sermon, um, I'm sure we'll drop the link on our on our Instagram page. But, like, dude, you should just go look at that. And I don't think I was the best at explaining. But, yeah, um, I'm sure you can hear my tone. Dude. Like, that thing spoke volumes. And the cross <laughs> really symbolic. And I'm just happy that it... It's something we can all take away today, as as Leroy said. It's it's something you have to carry up. And um, I was just trying to add to the whole fascination around the cross, but um, the main message here um, yeah. was to tell you that you have to pick up your cross every day. You have to know what sacrifices yeah. you're making um, when you're not following God, and what's the difference between you? Are you are you just a believer, or? Are you actually a disciple of Christ? Where your word and you're literally doing faith in action, right? And yeah, yeah man. Um, that's what. Yeah, bro. I think we're just going to close off with um, we're just going to finish off with um a couple of things. Um, so Ephesians chapter two verse verse sixteen says, "Together as one body, Christ reconciled both grief to God by means of death on the cross." Hmm. Like we had been separated from God, but but we have been united by the cross of Jesus Christ. Because of the cross, we all have access to God the Father. Like you might be separated from God right now, but pick up the cross and we are united again. That's the power of the cross. When you when you make the decision to, to pick up the cross, you might have done something, but you'll be united with God. And the thing is, bro, God took all of our sins and all of our sicknesses and punished Jesus for us. That's what the cross means. 
you took our place like we should have been the ones that should that should have been hanging up on the, on that cross we should have been dead by now we should have been on our way to hell but jesus took our pain and he took our place like i just want people to know that you know i don't know what 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 you've done in your life or how much you've sinned but the blood of jesus is enough to wash away all your sin because his blood is different compared to to the two thieves that the one is right and is left his blood was with no sin his blood was pure amen and because because of the shedding of his blood when his blood dripped from the cross all our sins were washed away that's the power of the cross you know it breaks every chain you know it's so powerful that it loosens every shackle that's hold, that's holding you it's so powerful that it transforms your life and and today right now is a time to pick up the cross guys today not tomorrow not next year not next month but today like we should stop holding on the on the life and and the pleasures of the world and pick up the cross because if we don't pick up the cross we'll lose it all everything so we have to pick up our cross you know and and if we pick up the cross the thing is we are saved we're no longer sinners the devil is defeated that's what the cross stands for we defeat the devil by carrying the cross and when god looks at us he doesn't see our sins doesn't see what deeds but he sees the blood of jesus amen you know we might be lost i don't know i don't know whoever listens to this but you might be lost you know the devil might be trying to to keep you in bondage but the great news that we bring today is the cross is available for you to have a relationship with god that's our freedom Mm-hmm. And yeah man I I know that today if someone listens to this podcast you know that someone is going to pick up the cross and they're going to turn away from their from the, from their sinful lives and and just and just focus on God that that's the, that's the most important thing like there's nothing in this world that that matters more than picking up the cross and having a life with Jesus and being a disciple of Jesus you 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 be amazed by what Jesus can do in your life mm-hmm. if you allow him to touch and and we have to know that you know it's not it's not it's not a two year it's not a two month it's not a two week it's not just in quarantine way we have to pick up the cross it's something that we have to do every day you have to do you believe in Jesus you know are you are you a disciple of Jesus are you just saying you believe in Jesus are you living the life of Jesus ask yourself that question Because today is the day that you change that, change your life, change your life. Pick up the cross and focus on God. No one can can satisfy your love. You can't replace God's love then. So don't replace it with the world, because you lose it all at the end of the day. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. And I think that's everything, man. I think you know. Pray for us, man. Just just close off the prayer. Yeah, G. <clears throat> Let us pray. Um. Dear Father, I'd like to thank you for this beautiful for the opportunity to actually record this podcast. Dear Father, I'd like to thank you for the soul that's listening behind this podcast. Dear Father, I just pray for their life. I just pray, Dear Father, that you may sprinkle blessings and you may show them that, Dear Father, that if they carry their cross every day, Dear Father, that you will support them and you will be there for the rest of their days and their lives, Dear Father. We let we thank you that, Dear Father, that your love is unfailing and that you're always opening up. Your hands wide open, Dear Father. When we're feeling chained, when we're feeling like 
We're not worthy of your presence, dear Father. Help us to be disciples and just not believers, dear Father. Help us to actually have faith in action, dear Father, and actually live our sinful lives, dear I just pray for constance, dear Father. I just put her behind. I just put her in front of you, dear Father. I just put her heart, her body. I just thank you that, dear Father, you're holding her together. And I pray that every chain that's holding her, I pray against any form of evil, dear Father. I just pray that you may heal her and give her a speedy recovery. Dean Father, I thank you for the unity you've brought through her. And Dean Father, I know that you're using her for a greater purpose. I thank you for tonight. I thank you that we can just all have a peaceful day. And thank you for our families. Thank you for the opportunities that you give us. Help us to remember that, Dean Father, we're your only children and that you love us so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.